Hey guys, it's Fo. Welcome to the Girl Talk with Fo podcast, where I talk faith, finances, and business, and I teach you how to dump debt, build bank, and create the life you want. Let's talk. Hello, 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 guys, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. How are you doing today? You guys know the drill. Don't forget to follow me on social media. I am at Girl Talk with Fo on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest. And don't forget to check out my book, Dump Debt and Build Bank, The Everyday Chicks Guide to Money. Learn how to stop living paycheck to paycheck and start living a life of financial freedom. And if you haven't already, you want to make sure you join my private Facebook community where we are having post-podcast discussions, and we also have a book club going in on there. So you don't want to miss that. Again, the link for that is in the show notes. All right, today, guys, we are going to be talking about marriage. It is now the month of love. People will be getting engaged, and I actually just attended a wedding this past weekend, and I wanted to kind of share my thoughts on marriage. Um, I have been married going on four years this year. And not to say that I know everything about marriage, but I want to share the tidbits that I do know. And also, guys, if you were looking for an episode last week, I actually recorded a podcast episode last week, but it was so sad. I didn't want to release it. It was literally after the death of Kobe Bryant and the other um, eight passengers on the plane, those families that were impacted. And I just didn't want to add to the sadness that was already in the air on top of the fact that, um, I knew people who were personally going through deaths in their family. And so it was just very sad episode. I didn't feel like airing it. So um, if you were looking for an episode yesterday, that's, or I'm sorry, last week, that was the deal. It, I literally still have the recording, but I'm just not going to post it because it's just too sad. So anyway, again, today we're going to be talking about marriage. And um, so I attended a wedding this weekend and I have to tell you guys, it was probably the best wedding that I have attended today. And it wasn't because of anything um, about it being grand. It was actually a very small, intimate wedding. It was actually a casual wedding. My husband and I were in the wedding as the wedding party, and we wore jeans. So it was a very casual wedding, but it was like the best wedding that I have been to because it was really two adults making the decision to love and honor each other before God for the rest of their lives. They had sought God on their marriage. They had um, just been patient. And it was just uh, it was just a great wedding. Hearing the testimonies, it was so many tears. And it was just an overall great wedding. So it had me in the spirit of just thinking about marriage and how watching them be so intentional about their marriage just sheds light to how people aren't intentional about marriage. And I probably mentioned this before. I actually did a podcast episode with Emanuela, um, and I can link to that in the show notes as well, where we talked about marriage. And that's just one of the things that I noticed is like people get married for the wrong intentions. But that's not what I want to talk about on this particular episode. I'm actually going to talk about some of the worst marriage advice that I've actually gotten um, as someone who was single once. Um, and if you guys want to hear or read my journey of singleness, you can definitely check out my first book, which is They That Wait. Um, and that's available on Amazon. I'll leave the link in the show notes as well. But the worst advice that I got when I was single, and it wasn't necessarily advice specifically for me. It was just advice that was given in general, was um, that women are looking at a man's potential when it comes to marriage and that we should marry 
potential or something to that effect. And I never agreed with the advice. I obviously never took the advice because I married um, not for potential. I married reality. And I wanted to talk about that a bit. So um, the advice again was marry, was something along the lines of marrying for potential and giving men a chance and uh, you know men have potential sometimes they just need a great woman and I completely agree that a man that has a great woman beside him is a man who can accomplish a whole lot as we've seen over the years with um, high status high profile men usually they have a great woman behind them but when it comes to marriage, I have to counter that advice and tell you guys, do not marry potential, but you need to marry reality. Um, and you marry reality with the understanding that reality can change um, while keeping in mind someone's potential, that person's potential. And here's what I mean. You can have a guy who has the potential to be a successful business owner, to be a successful career man, to be a great father, but that may not be his reality right now. Um, his reality may be that he's working on those things and he is making steps towards those things. And in that case, I would say, you know, that will be someone that you can consider as um, meeting your standards for someone that you should marry. However, if you know he has the potential to be great, but his reality is that he's lazy, he lacks ambition, he lacks a work ethic, he lacks drive, then don't marry for his potential that you can see in him. You need to marry someone who has the reality that they're working towards their potential. So I hope this makes sense because when I was writing it down, it just made perfect sense to me, right? Don't marry potential um, because potential isn't always realized. Again, if a person lacks drive, if a person lacks ambition, if they are not willing to put in the work to reach their potential, you're just, they're not, they're not going to reach their potential. So you need to look at reality and reality will tell you what it's a good foreshadow of what their future will be. So you need to be comfortable with a person's reality and make sure it reaches your standards or meets your standards um, before you say yes. So again, you can have someone who has the potential to be great, have a great career, have um, a great financial future, have all these great things they have the potential for it. But unless their reality is lining up with that being their future, that is not your standard. You should not lower your standard. And if you are lowering your standard or if you are okay with settling, someone, settling for someone who doesn't have any ambition or anything, you need to check your standards. So I think a lot of times as women, we like to take on projects and so when we see a guy who hasn't yet reached his potential, but we see it, we think it's our duty to take them on as a project so that they can reach their potential. But again, if they don't have that innate drive, they don't have that desire, they don't have that work ethic, it's all going to be to no avail. Like you can't force someone to reach their potential. You can help them try to see their potential. But at the end of the day, it's not your responsibility to try to push a grown man into his potential. So uh marry for reality is what I'm trying to say um and at the end of the day your spouse should make you better because iron sharpens iron so when I think about it even with myself like I, I hadn't I still have not reached my full potential um I hadn't reached my full potential when my husband met me but we could see in each other 
that there was potential for great. We knew we wanted greater, and I could see that he was working towards greater. He was working towards financial goals. He was working towards career goals. He was working towards life goals. And he can look at me and say, okay, she's working towards something. She's working towards financial goals. She's working towards career goals. She's working towards achieving all these other things that God has put in her. So he married the reality that I was a woman with potential who was working towards it. And I married him with the reality that he was a man with potential and he was working towards it. But at the end of the day, he had to meet a certain standard for me to even get to the point of marrying him. And as as much as he had to meet a standard, I had to meet a standard for him. He wasn't going to marry me if I'm sitting here being lazy and not working towards the things that God had had placed in my heart to do. And likewise, I wouldn't have married him if he had no drive, no ambition, no vision. So marry reality, but marry someone who has potential to be greater and has the work ethic and the persistence and the just the, the desire to be better than what they are. So I hope this all makes sense to y'all. Um, so when you marry potential, you hold them to potential expectations. So again, reality in, in the scenario where the reality is a guy is lazy, he has no ambition, he's not trying to reach his potential. You see his potential and you were like, okay, well, I want to, I'm marrying his potential, I'm dating his potential. But then you hold him to potential standards. Like he has the potential to be great with money. So I'm going to hold him to great money standards. What that does is, they end up falling short of your expectations. And the worst thing that you can have in a relationship is unmet expectations. That's when everything falls apart. So in order to avoid that, you need to meet marry reality and knowing, knowing that they can rise to that potential. And every man should have an ambition that's greater than their current situation or condition. But if you marry potential, you're going to hold them to uh, I'm sorry, if you marry a reality that's less than their potential, you're going to try to hold them to potential. Saying you're, if you marry a sorry man, let's just put it like this in real time. I'm trying to be politically correct and nice. If you marry a sorry man and you try to hold him to a good man standard, you are always going to be frustrated because you think he should be doing good man stuff, but in reality, he shows you he's a sorry man. That's all I'm trying to say, y'all. Marry reality. If he is sorry in reality, guess what? You're going to get sorry. Now, if he's a good man with the potential to be a great man, you marry that good man and you help him become that great man. But he has to have the desire and the work ethic to become that great man. And you hold him to that good man standard and you guys work together to get to that great man standard. And the same for you. If you are a sorry woman, you're not going to operate at an excellent, a Proverbs 31 woman standard. And a man can't expect for you to operate at that level if you aren't there, if that's not your reality. So that's all I'm trying to say. Y'all don't marry sorry people. <laughs> that's all I'm really trying to say. Okay, here's some takeaways. So it's not like I'm out here trashing or bashing or anything. Here's some legitimate takeaways y'all can have. So when you think about when you're considering women, a man that is courting you, a man that could be your potential spouse, um, he must know his own potential. If he can't see it, he won't work toward it. And your job is not to try to push him into something that he can't see for himself. It won't work. You might have this grand vision of what you think he can be and what he should be and what you think God has called him to be. But if he does not see it, 
He's not going to work towards that. And you can't push him towards something that he can't see for himself. And then the second thing is he must have ambition. If he can see his potential um, and have the ambition to get it, he will he will get that potential. He will reach that potential. But he can also see that potential but lack ambition. He must be willing and working to become better. So when you're thinking about, you know, everybody's thinking about love and wanting to get engaged, look, when you guys are thinking about a spouse, you need to look at reality. What is the reality? And of course, like I said, reality can change. Someone can be well off today and broke tomorrow. Reality can always change, but you got to look at, do they have the ambition? Do they have the drive? Do they want better? Because even though the situation can change, that character will not change. So those are the things that you guys need to be aware of when you're thinking about marriage. Don't take that advice about marrying potential. Y'all don't do it. Do, y'all need to look at reality. What is the reality of the situation? No, he may not be a millionaire today, but what is he doing with the $50,000 that he's making? Does he have a millionaire's vision? Is he reading a millionaire's book? Does he have the work ethic of a millionaire? That's the reality that you need to marry. And don't be fooled by this whole thing about potential and blah, blah, blah. It's not your job to try to make a man a man. I'm going to say that again. It is not your job to try to make a man a man. It is your job to support him, encourage him. Um, you are his helpmate. You are helping him. But in order to help him, he must have a vision. He must be doing work. You can't help somebody just sit on the couch. That ain't helping. You got to help somebody who has a vision, who's working towards something. So look at their reality, knowing that they have potential to be greater and help them and support them to become greater, but they have to be doing the work. So that's my little marriage advice. <laughs> that's my uh, Valentine's Day advice for you guys who are um, just trying to figure this thing out. You may be waiting for your spouse. That's the best advice that I can give you. Have a standard, first and foremost. You guys need to have a standard. In my book, I talk about how I had a list. I had a list of things and expectations that I wanted out the person that I was going to marry. And I was very specific because I was not settling y'all. And I, I speak to y'all not um from a judgmental point of view or from the sideline point of view. Because let me tell you, the last relationship that I was in, the, the parting words that I gave that person was, I'm sorry that I tried to make you into the man that I thought God wanted you to be. So I've been in a situation where I've seen potential they may not have seen the potential, but they weren't doing the work to reach that potential. And so there was unmet expectations. So I'm saying this from experience, y'all. Look at reality. Look at the reality of a person. Do they have potential? What is their reality? Are they working towards that potential? And that's what that's the best advice that I could ever give you guys who are waiting on a spouse. Wait. Check out that book, They That Wait. Definitely will help you in your waiting season. But as far as the best advice that I can give you guys when it comes to marriage and finding a spouse or waiting on a spouse is marry reality. Marry reality, but make sure you have a good standard so that reality is high, is a, is a good standard, so to speak. So anyway, guys, I hope that was helpful. Share it with somebody you love so we can stop seeing all our beautiful women settle I'm tired of seeing women settle. And this weekend just sparked that, that just 
ugh, that urge for me to talk about it again because I watched such a beautiful ceremony of people who just waited and they married reality knowing that they're going to flourish with each other. And it was just a beautiful thing. And I love to see godly love. I love to see people who wait on God. And and I know their marriage is going to be blessed. And I want you guys to have a blessed marriage as well. So I hope that advice helped. Let me know if you actually take heed to it. I would love to find out. Don't forget to join us in the Facebook group. We're going to have a post-podcast discussion. I want to hear what your comments are on this, guys. All right, I'll talk to you in the next episode.